0: Wow, Janet Lee, you know, first off, those are my favorite kind of songs, (laughs) Peace and Healing. But I hope that the rest of the people out there can appreciate what you do on the organ. Those counter melodies that you put in your left hand, those consecutive fifths with third median that you play on your bass pedals. I am just absolutely taken with it. I thank you so much. God bless you, lady. And hello, everybody out there. Yes, here we are, and it's time to continue the astounding Bible revelation of the universe. Part 17, we're still following along in the last dragon as a subtopic, and we've um, been working on the strings, the five strings of resonance, the first string being the great star dragon past of the angel wars, the second string of the primitive earth part uh, of actual literal living dragons, and the third, which is we're going to dwell on more today uh the string of the the resonant string of the dragon of the principality of darkness from Adam to present time, well, last week um uh, you know we uh we sort of broke the the believe barrier we got into some incredible things like the virtual reality of uh creation and how that when there was darkness over the creation in Genesis 1 uh that <clears throat> we were dealing there with with a spiritual darkness and that was strictly because of the the effect uh of of lucifer uh and uh, his uh interference plans uh, into uh, creation and um, uh, we, uh, we see in the second chapter of Genesis how that uh, the plants and the herbs and the various types of vegetation and, and, and growth uh, uh, of anything green and living uh, on the earth that before it was ever planted in the earth uh, it existed. Uh, as a virtual reality and so that the angels uh lucifer with his orders and the the 144,000 uh, and all the, org- or, uh, the angels that were playing a part were involved, uh, you know, with this virtual uh, reality, which would then, at, the, at a certain time, uh, be put into a literal stage. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, and how do we know that? Well, when the Bible says, "Let there be light," uh, the term that was used for light was not the term used for light like sunlight or or even moonlight or starlight but it was a special kind of word that that uh, had to do with a spiritual kind of light and 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 an, a type of aura type of light and so we know then that if the the spiritual aspect of it uh, and is described with the spirit moving over the waters and that's all connected and we understand the meaning of of waters can be so many different things uh as we have been teaching in this series and in in other teachings before that and how that uh, even uh energy could be a uh, an understanding of of water uh so that so that uh, uh there was a spiritual energy because of the, the light uh, interpretation of the word, uh, therefore the opposite side of the force would have been spiritual uh, and, and negative uh, dark energy or, or anti-spiritual energy and uh so we we got into that we covered that and and then we we got into uh some of the things about uh the double count of forces effects and and um uh, and symbolisms uh how that like when Lucifer, in that during that virtual reality, he planted the concept of the dinosaurs that was the dark side of creation, and then on the spiritual side, there was the tree of life and and the good side of nature uh, back on the dark side was the tree of good and evil knowledge so uh we see how that on the light side again the good side, uh, there was the plan for um for human bodies to be formed that that would be able to uh, be vessels for the spirit uh, souls uh, that were to uh, be used to overcome some past mistakes and how that God separated the, the the night from the day and 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 in a commanding way said let by by saying let there be light so there was so much uh, that we covered, uh, we talked about the landmarks uh, you know the ancient of days was going to be coming down and setting up the thrones and and that this was the plan of god it was a it was a plan of restoration uh and and to give us the the, the message of the landmark uh, uh, because as we read and shared how that in, in Isaiah it tells the story that when you come into the ancient knowledge, uh, based on that ancient knowledge, it can advise you of that which was, and that which is, and that which is to come, and and so uh, in I <coughs> in Isaiah again, I think it is. It talks about. Um, you know, that, that, uh, since I appointed the ancient people, it makes it clear by that scripture that God has a destinata, that God has a plan of destiny, uh, for the destinata. And, and He classifies them as the ancient people, uh, in the sense of them being categoried, uh, in, in this deep understanding of total maturity of the call. So, it was an interesting, a study uh we we talked about uh you know uh the uh, uh the co-owned angels and how that uh uh one uh angel that is co-owned with another archangel that they can't be co-owned unless they have reached a, a place of being equal and that uh every archangel uh it has more power than uh, 10,000 regular angels so if we're talking about uh, an entity like any of the archangels like Michael, Gabriel, uh, Lucifer, uh, you know, uh, Yaviel, talking about any of them, then you are talking about, uh, about uh, tremendous power uh, that they have by their co so it's it's pretty awesome we we also got into talking about uh you know the ark of of the covenant uh, uh exodus 25:18 and about the two cherubims as they stood over the uh the uh, mercy seat and and how that um uh, when you get into the scripture that reveals uh, about the uh the end the ends of the mercy seat, uh, that they were extremities, that one uh, angel was on one end, another angel was on an opposite end, and as you got into the word, like in Exodus 25:17 through 22, uh, you discovered in all the various uh, Hebrew uh, 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 definitions that I gave you last week, like 7098, 7097, 7093, 7094, 7099, uh, how that uh, there was all these meanings of lowest to the uttermost. That's from one end to the other end. Outside, inside. Uh, 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 the the apart, the most part. Uh, you know, the extremities between the two. And then even the things like the uh, an inter-sanctum uh, of purpose to clip, to chop, uh make this incredible change we even got into exodus 28 uh 23 24 25 and 26 where we were talking about the breastplate how that had two rings at the two ends and and uh we um you know uh we we carried that on uh how that that uh that 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 connects in a symbolic way to the revelation of the the mercy seat and the two ends of the mercy seat. Uh, uh you know this is all about the uh the curse and the blessing. This was a big thing back in the revelation to Moses. We talked about the bad and the good. Uh the angel uh, so, so to speak of the left shoulder and the angel of the right shoulder. Um wow there was there's so much about the blessings of life and and how that on the one side the ark of the covenant uh could provide the blessings of life but on another side uh it was a war uh, uh ark and 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 it could it could, it could uh, create death and uh, so we we saw a divide between the holy and the most holy and these were uh you know in important things that uh, was being revealed uh last week and, and they're so important. Uh you should be listening to that uh you know many many times. We talked about the ancient river Keshan and uh we how that these two rivers flowed from Mount uh Tabor and and uh and there was a connection uh you know one into the Mediterranean Sea, the other that flowed into the Lake Tiberius which is the Sea of Galilee and how that there has been things misconstrued because uh you know they have not always understood there was two of these uh, uh of these rivers by the same name and uh so they have not been under- able to understand how that some of the uh uh great uh, mounts of water could have have flooded and and uh dis- destroyed uh you know uh, uh, enemies of of God uh it was hidden, you might say. People just couldn't find it. So all these things were about the evidence of things not seen, as it mentions in Hebrews uh, eleven one, and and about um, that the kingdom of this world right now is still in the hand of Satan. Regardless of what the church people are telling you and preachers are telling you out there, uh, Revelations 11.15 tells of a time uh, quite, uh, deeply into the episodes of of, um, of Revelation uh, and it tells of a time when the kingdoms of Satan will become the kingdoms of God so if something becomes that means there was a point that it was not before and so we see that, that this is very uh, evident in the scriptures of uh, Revelations 11-15 and so uh, you know uh, Satan's kingdom of darkness was over the face of the deep and then god said let there be light well you know that's happening right now there there is a great darkness uh, of of revelation that's over the face of of the deep and 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 people are are into uh you know um uh, the 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 splendors uh of splendor and and not the glory of the of the splendors of god so we're we're really going to be getting into some neat things here uh as i i move on uh and we we start really understanding uh you know all the the deep aspects of everything that we're to cover uh it's <clears throat> it's absolutely exciting uh it's precious that uh you know god is moving by his spirit to let his people know now um There are things of revelation that I I put here. You must know to really understand the deep of the Bible. Uh, And and these are things we have repeated so many times, like Ephesians uh, 6.12, you know, that that, uh, the war is not against flesh and blood, but it's against powers and principalities. If a person doesn't understand that as a prime motivator, as a prime ingredient of knowledge then uh you have a very big difficulty really understanding everything that the bible says or doesn't say uh revelation 17 10 through 17 uh where it talks about you know the, the mountains and the seven kings and where it talks about the the waters uh represent people nations and and kindred and tongues um the these things are extremely urgent to understand uh, you know like like uh uh people get into this thing about well that that was the king of Greece and that was Alexander uh or that was this this person or 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 another person or an, another nation or another uh, king and and they don't understand that that uh when it is talking about uh, uh, seven kings um uh, the, a king uh, is not a king that does not have a kingdom and so um uh they can have they can have a you know be a, a king ele- elect but they're not a king until they they have a kingdom because kingdom and king go together and a kingdom is not a kingdom without a king so so um to incorporate that understanding and really get that knowledge pinned down, a person needs to understand that sometimes when it talks about uh, there's seven kings, uh, there's this group of kings, that group of kings, uh, these various things have to happen, some are fallen, some are not fallen, all that kind of thing. They have to understand that there, that, that there are times that different nations represent these kings. And they all fall into a certain fold uh, uh, of um, of spiritual or or um, or uh, a dark value and and they re- repeat repetitively uh that kind of of reiteration uh, regardless of whether uh, it's it's uh, talking about Italy or Germany or the united states or 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 you know uh, 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 rome or some other uh, uh nation um it 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 can change from the different nations or or uh, uh different uh, uh people uh and still be you know that one of the seven uh, kingdoms that could be what re- what is represented in the the first uh seven kingdoms and the second seven kingdoms uh third fourth fifth sixth seventh all of those have a, a certain a descriptive tra- uh, uh trait and and uh uh it 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 can really best be understood by understanding proverbs 616 uh, because what you're really talking about here, and and once again going back to Ephesians six twelve, flesh and blood's not the story, but powers and principalities. That's the story. So when you go back to uh, a, like the book of Proverbs, uh, there is um, you know put in there uh, uh, an incredible revelation, and uh, and it it tells us that uh, in. Chapter six, verse sixteen: There are six things that the Lord hates; seven are an abomination unto Him. And so we see the connection there of the abomination that maketh desolate. That you could have the the act, uh, first act, second act, third act, fourth act, uh, fourth act, fifth, sixth but when you finally get a collection of the fullness of the seven acts it creates a level a, a com- combining wise uh, uh and compounded wise of the abomination that makes it desolate and all these different kinds of demonic powers are described like a proud look just like the demon of pride and and hands that uh, uh shed innocent blood so so we we have all these different seven that are that are named like the the demon of pride, pride the demon of lies the demon of murder uh, demon of uh, of uh, deceit uh, the demon of lust the demon of um, of false uh, witness uh, the demon of uh, discord and uh, those are seven demonic things uh, that they, they are uh, they are kingdoms of of demonic forces and remember, we're dealing now again in Ephesians. The, the the main consensus, the main subject is what is involving the war of the principalities of darkness against the principalities of light. And flesh and blood is not the equation. Yes, the flesh and blood is used, but, but the really underlying aspect of everything that's happening is based in the angelic world the the demon world and 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 that is where the war is and that is the foundation upon which all these actions are taking place and if a person doesn't understand that then they're going to get off the beaten path of of, of truth and they're going to get into something that has to do with a nation and and they're going to be uh putting down you know the the different nations and and uh, making the nations evil uh instead of uh, understanding that uh we are talking demons here that 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 get into uh people and get into control uh, of governments uh, uh through uh bringing forth selected individuals who are like dictators and that listen to the uh the uh Uh, the energy and and the output of the forces that are dark. And then then that uh, uh, possession uh, of the dark force brings uh, terrible uh, hurt and damage and destruction to the world. And so there is a river of time and and uh and that river of time could be called the river of the time times and a half times and uh uh in daniel four three it it describes it as generation to generation. And these seven mountains, seven kings uh, you know they're they 're all tied in to the waters and the people and and the Bible tells us in uh, you know uh, uh, in uh, psalms ninety and psalms one hundred and five about about uh the thousand generations, and when you connect Psalms 90 and and, and Psalms uh, 105, you get the connection between the average lifespan, 70-80 years, and then the covenant, which is 70,000, which is uh, which is a thousand, and then you take that 1,000 times uh, uh, 70, and you get 70,000, and so the name is incredible. If you just start looking up the the, the term 70, uh, you find it to be quite 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 incredible uh 70 a.d is when when when, uh the romans came in and destroyed the temple and begat the uh you know the 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 um, destructive process that initiated the abomination that maketh desolate uh so we see that um that there's you know numbers like uh three and a half uh, and when we start talking about uh you know three and one half, you're really talking about the time times, and a half times, and sometimes these are described in days uh, sometimes weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years. You have to know how to equate those if you don't equate them and understand that they that they overlap on one another and they have a special application. When they say years as versus um, months, or when they say months as versus weeks, when they say uh, weeks as versus days. And, uh, you know, it is it's really, really important if you really want to understand God's word to understand those things. We know that this uh, covenant that was made, Psalms 90, Psalms 105, uh, is said in Galatians 3:16 through 19 uh, to be a continued uh, covenant. It is uh, uh, something that is going to go on and on. <coughs> it didn't end in the Old Testament. So, <clears throat> there is so much to cover on all that. We've talked uh, taught on some of these things uh, before. Uh, uh, the uh, abomination of desolation, check Daniel 8, 9 through 11, and verses 20 and 21. Uh, it seems to say that what's going to bring that about is, uh, you know, the Persian Iran uh, and... Uh, and uh, the ram, and then the, the goat, and the little horn, which was Greece, but actually uh, Rome ends up being the nation that is used. And this makes my point: where uh, just because a nation of people is mentioned that is being used at the time uh, for a particular um, level of of principality uh, work, uh, it it doesn't change the the bearing of that work and the foundation of that work as it moves from uh, from one nation to another nation uh that truth that revelation is not a a a, a, a cleave and uh, 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 uh something that has has made to cleave just to that nation um uh, but it could move uh just like many many things have moved how that the romans have copied things of greece the greece of, uh, the greek have copied things of the romans and and uh they've even worshiped some of the same idols and they've built some of the same architects they've taken on some of the styles of policy and and uh and you know uh, uh, performance of of how they uh, I, um, actuate and operate their their social functions, and so that that 's a good scripture to look at daniel eight nine through eleven and twenty through twenty one where you can see uh, how that uh, these different nations are actually mixed, and they end up uh, being used to, uh, to ultimately bring about the the thing that the intent is about between the the principalities of dark and the principalities of light, um, which is the abomination that maketh desolate. And one of the things that Jesus said, he said, when you read in Daniel about the the de- the. the uh, uh, you know, the the abomination of desolation. He said, make sure that you understand what it is that you're reading. Now, Jesus wouldn't have said that if there wasn't something really uh, perceptively deep. And then, you know, we get into things about the four beasts and the 24 elders. Uh, we see in Revela- Revelations 5, 8 through 9 that the four beasts and the 24 elders are all... Uh, uh, people that, that have fallen, <coughs> they, <coughs> excuse me, they really represent people because in 589 uh, it talks about uh, them um, uh, coming to repentance and uh, that tells us the story of who they are and they're not something that's extraneous to being people. And so we have the the 24 elders, 12 represented by the Old Testament dispensations, 12 represented by the New Testament dispensations. That gives us 24. So the four beasts, you know, equal four powers that drive the energy of of the beings beings of life and death. And um, and Daniel, you know, um, he misfigured time uh you know um, in daniel nine two it says that Daniel understood by the books Daniel understood by the books but then uh in daniel nine twenty one uh through twenty four Gabriel comes and Gabriel begins to show david uh pardon me Daniel the heir uh, of of his understanding of the books and how that the time thing which he was big into, you know, like the seventy-year years prophecy of of uh, the the people of Israel being bound in Babylon, um, as prophesied by Jeremiah, and he began to show him that that the meaning of that was absolutely totally different, and it was so profound to Daniel that sometimes. He was so exasperated, it took so much strength and energy out of him that he just would sometimes fall listlessly upon the ground and and hardly be able to get up. Uh, uh, This thing of revelation, when it's so different from anything a person has ever thought, is something to deal with, believe me. So the 70 weeks then can be 70,000 generations. And, and and this is about the, the true end, as described in Daniel 9:24, and so then in Daniel 7:25, uh, uh, Daniel 7:25, where it talks about the times, times and a half times, uh, uh, that coincides with Daniel 12:6 to 8, which talks about uh, you know the. Dispensation of 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 the of the end via the abomination that makes it desolate, and uh, breaks down uh, the understanding in weeks, months, and years. Um, we begin to understand then in Daniel 2:19 and and 2:21 that the time appointed is long, and so it's not just some uh, you know brief. Uh, a situation that is, that is going to go on and on and on. Now, in the measurements of time, um, one day in 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 Second uh, Peter three ten and Psalms one oh five is said to equal a thousand years. One day with God equals a thousand years. Okay, you know, so so a day to God is a thousand years uh, uh, long. And And so we begin to get into this divine accounting, and it's quite different uh from man's accounting. The Bible says, "My thoughts are not your thoughts; my thoughts are higher than yours. Uh, a day in the lifespan of a human uh you know is one thing, but what God considers a day is something else uh and we remember that um in the book of genesis when when uh, uh eve had taken of the forbidden fruit and and then when adam in order to save her took some of that fruit in order to take on her sins uh that it the prophecy that had been given in the day that you that in the day that you eat of the tree of the good and evil knowledge you will die in the day and then of course the serpent uh, the Gaihan person said um to Adam and Eve uh or especially to Eve thou will surely not die uh they know that in the day that you eat of this fruit you become as gods knowing you know all these things that you don't know or remember now and um uh so uh, it looked like at first that the devil understood more about uh you know the the the, the word than what god did because in the day that was the 24 hour type of day, they did not die. But when you understood the day to represent a thousand years, and how that um, Adam lived, uh, you know, um, a sh- a short of the thousand years, <coughs> he lived 900 and uh. And, uh You know, he lived lived, um, uh, uh, 70 years short, uh, you know, so so he was over 900 years old, uh, 930 years old, and he was 70 years short uh, of that time. So that the day that God was talking about was the generation day, which equaled a thousand. Now, when people go around and they start saying, "Ah, oh, this was, uh, we're talking about the revelation here it's, it's about a twenty four hour period and and the the you know the the earth has only been around just a few thousand years, and everything that the Bible says is based on this twenty four hours, <clears throat> that's people talking that don't understand the Word of God." That's people talking that don't understand the the deep word of god and and so once you start making errors on things you believe before you know it, you get a pile up you get a pile up of so many things that that uh, are not correct that that one thing just leads to another now, I think we briefly mentioned <coughs> how that one day is a cubit <coughs> excuse me so if you take a cubit. Uh, two times two times two, that equals eight. So then you take the eighth day and you look at it to see what a cubit e- equals. Well, the eighth day is the day of circumcision, and and all the n- newborn babes, uh, male babes, were to be circumcised on the eighth day. Well, what what you know that eighth day represents sense, is the new day because you have a whole week, and then the next day after the seven days uh, is uh, is a new week. But then instead of calling it the first day of the next week, they call it the eighth day, because there's special significance there in the sense that it means a new day. Well, not only does it, it mean a new day, but we're talking about a, a new life and this life each life has their own generation so when it talks about in the bible the generations of adam the generations of david <clears throat> the generations of various other persons it's talking about the um, you know the, the the generations and and so we see then that the eighth day is a generation day Uh, not that it has fulfilled seventy thousand years but that it is a part of that part which is a part of the meaning and the significance of generation and uh, that is all interesting and is all applicable to a lot of things then there is um, you know um, uh, the reign of the fourth power the fourth seal uh, a pale horse a pale horse engine in energy uh his name is death uh, you know and and he is um um he is followed by hell and so we've got um you know the first power the kingdom uh, uh power spirit uh and and the seal that it represents uh of of the four uh, uh dispersed uh uh, stations of, of revelations or sanctions of revelations the one being the <coughs> alpha omega the white horse of peace and this is the first power kingdom uh, of of the of the spirit world and um and it is the the conqueror and the bible says in Gen- in daniel 4 two uh, through 3 that it that is that is god speaking from generation to generation and then there's the second power the red horse of war that takes peace from the earth and so it is a second power a kingdom power spirit and then there's the third power and uh, and we're all we're looking at this when we're reading uh you know revelation six one through seven revelation six one through seven and then the the third power represents the king the 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 kingdom power, uh, you know, of judgment. The the black horse, the fourth power, which is a beast, you know, that is so different. It's it's a, it's a kingdom power spirit, and it's the pale horse, and his name is death and hell, and he is. This is like a personification of Lucifer, Satan. Now these powers, as I said, can take many different forms. And they can be in in different different uh, you know uh, representations. We we um, we see where um, one time in Revelations there was seven kings, and then uh, there was an there was an eighth king, and he was actually, actually of one of the other kings so that even though there was the additional uh, numerality of of uh, different representations of these different kings or kingdoms uh they <coughs> were a part of the first set and and um and that's what you have revealed here uh when you know it talks about the powers can take many forms of earth entities so you might look at, at uh, revelations um you know um uh and and you'll you'll find some interesting uh, uh ideas on that in chapter four verse nine <clears throat> all right, a little bit of a cough situation here today, but we'll work around it no problem now um the four beasts uh were once holy but later uh Three of them failed, and, and they must uh, repent. And um, you, you can get aspects of that in Revelations 4, 8, 9. Um, uh, If a beast that was once representing God as, as representing um, the holy part of God, like the the white horse angel of peace, uh made an heir and sinned, then they could be incorporated into those four beasts, uh, even though they are representing the the, the Prince of Peace and the White Horse Ministry. Um just like some of these people that, that fell and made mistakes, like the Manifest teaches about Dominius, and some of these other persons. Uh they they they're really on st- still on the side uh, of of the Lord Jesus Christ they're really on the, still on the side of the prince of peace but <coughs> they are also because of that fall uh a part of the uh, uh of the uh you know uh the the uh, four uh uh horse uh ministry or four horse uh uh seals and um uh they will each demonstrate what they uh, must demonstrate based on what uh, comes forth out of their uh, life and out of their uh, production uh, of the work of God that they're supposed to do or that they don't do or that they fail to do. And, and that ends up applying to what these four beasts uh, are and what they act out. So um, uh, it's just pretty interesting. There's no question or doubt about that. Uh, we we um, we we can just put so many things together here, but we only have so much time. And let's see here. Once again, the ancient times uh, re- remove not the ancient landmarks. I talked about that. That's Proverbs twenty two twenty eight. And I talked about appointing the ancient uh, people, and I think I give you uh other scriptures like isaiah forty five twenty one uh forty six uh, nine through ten and fifty one nine where it talks about cut Rahab and wounded at the dragon how that this war between powers and principalities is an ongoing thing and uh jeremiah eighteen fifteen Ezekiel the ancient high places, uh, Daniel 7:9 and and uh, verse 13 and 22, uh, the ancients did sit, and uh, the also the scripture again Isaiah 3:4 through 5 about the ancients. So um, just you know giving those scriptures again. I think I gave all those to you already, but uh, now we're getting ready to get into some really incredible stuff here. So hang on uh <clears throat> first corinthians fourteen fourteen uh through nineteen <clears throat> talks about um talks about the um, um praying in unknown tongues and it says you know if if uh, if you start trying to speak to people in unknown tongues but you don't have any idea what it is saying. Then then it goes on to say, you know, uh, people are not going to believe you and you're not going to be able to to witness the word of God. Uh, It says, there's no reason why that if you get where you're supposed to be, that you can't pray uh, with the spirit and and pray with the understanding. Uh, There's no reason why you can't uh, minister uh, by the Spirit, the, the the things that have been um, like unknown tongues. Uh, there's no reason why that you can't speak in the tongues of angels or in the knowledge of angels once you have the revelation that, that God wants to give you so that you can really understand uh, the vocabulary. Now, um, <coughs> the Jews and the Protestants and the Catholics and the various religions, they all get embroiled in all kinds of things about what one another believes or what one another doesn't believe. Uh, the Jews prescribe that the Hebrew vo- vocabulary word must be understood within the context of its cultural, uh, idiom. Uh, they think that, that understanding the idi the, the culture aspect of the Jews and the idioms involved with that would then make you understand what the scripture was really saying Um, you know I, I will not argue that there may not be a point here and there uh, on the literal surface areas of the Word that there would be some application to that but but I can guarantee you that I wouldn't want to depend on that because that would basically put uh the Word of God uh, being made based on what the culture culture uh idioms were and in instead of the other way around. And um, it has been uh, said by um, Jewish scholars that, for instance, the Catholic Church at the early time of Christianity sought to purge the Hebrew language influence from the Christian language and transfer the Jewish scripture into Latin in order to attempt to reorientate the biblical scriptures into Latin atmosphere. You know, that's possible. I think that that that... That probably was done to a certain extent. But you can't change the Word of God uh, when you can read the Word of God by the Spirit because the Spirit reads through all airs. The spirit reads through all misprints and and and, and uh mistypes. Uh the, the spirit uh you know can can uh do what the Bible says about uh you know uh, things that do not appear. Uh it can make a world out of these things that do not appear. So <clears throat> um, uh in Isaiah nineteen eighteen it talks about the day is coming that there will be five cities uh, that will speak Hebrew. And this was uh, talking about, you know, like Egypt and some of these other uh, Arab uh, cities that speak, uh, uh, you know, their own language would actually be speaking Hebrews. I think that is a confirmation that there is something uh, very um uh, special about the uh, Hebrew language and that it does have assets um, both uh, uh, configuratively, literally, and spiritually uh, within the context of its uh, codices. So uh, I don't think anything, you know, that should never be thrown away. It should actually be put into consideration. Now, I once uh, shared with you how that uh, sometimes one word of uh, of a of a Hebrew um, language can sometimes have as many as seven hundred different uh, you know entries of of definition. Um, let's just take the word uh, that has been transliterated from Hebrew to English called "come." C O M E. <coughs> now. I'm going to read you some of these. This is just a little bit of of doing here. But you need to know this. This is sort of like today a school of the prophets. Uh, This is a real book Bible college course uh, in understanding why we are preaching some of the messages that we preach and and how that we are being able to to uh, deliver these messages wh- where the root of that is coming from and and how is it uh, you know so sensationalized uh, uh, from scripture that has been been preached in churches all over the world and for for so many generations of time and those things have not been sensationalized uh, in the same way before well the word come like if you look in uh, the the Hebrew dictionary of Strong's Concordance 3318 uh, it can also mean to go to break out, to bring forth to draw forth, to go abroad uh, to go to and fro Uh, it's a lot of different things (coughs) that it can mean Uh, in the Hebrew uh, 1961 uh, it can mean to exist to come, to cause. In uh, 1935, it can mean besieged or fallen instead of come. Um, In 5927, it can mean ascend, arise, carry up, fetch up, uh, act, work, perfect, take away. All instead of the word come. Uh, Number 3212, uh, and these are all words that that you can find in these different settings under the word come in in the dictionary of strongs concordance so um uh 3212 to walk uh, uh, uh and again away to carry away to cause to make go uh to march uh to prosper to pursue to spread to vanish uh away and to cause Uh, to lead now these are not all of the words that these particular verses are saying i just picked out you know uh, a few of them uh there's a lot more other words but but you know uh, don't have the time uh uh, to really get into everything um but um then there's uh uh, number 857 means arrive or bring, along with the word come, of course, on all of these. Come is in all of these, but, but there's, these are the additional words mostly that I'm reading. Uh, 3381, to go, uh, to go downward, uh, to descend, uh, downwards to a lower region, uh, bounding, enemy, subdue, take uh, down. uh that was uh, 3381. now 5066. 66, uh, to, to, to lie with a woman, uh, to attack the enemy, uh, to worship, uh, to advise, uh, an argument, offer, overtake. Now can you imagine the word come being translated that can also mean to lie with a woman or to attack uh, the enemy or, or to w- worship uh, and all these others that I that I mentioned—that uh, is how far and outbounding that some of these meanings of a of a simple word like "come" uh, have root uh, alignment with, and and are involved in in the same definition of that of that of that word "come," and uh, 7126 <coughs> approach, uh, bring near. Cause to bring forth, draw near, be at hand, produce, make ready, stand, take. Um, 6923, prevent, um, precede, anticipate, come, go, or flee. <laughs> so someone says, now the scripture absolutely says come and And <clears throat> you're trying to say that it says to go or to flee and uh, I rebuke that brother because the scripture says, "Come here, yeah well, that's just people talking that don't know what they're talking about because this, the same scripture also means that says Come also means to go also means to flee also means to to hinder uh or 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 are later or or uh or, or last And so um, it's amazing. Number 314, uh, following, renewal, uh, uh, intermost. Um, Number um, 7725, home again, return to the starting point, to uh, retreat, deny, do evil, pervert, recompense, backwards, reverse, Slide back. That must be where backsliding comes from. Uh, All from the word come. All instead of the word come or come instead of all of these terms. And then 4672, to come forth to appear or exist, to obtain, to find, to acquire, um, to meet, uh, to be present, to be able, to befall, uh, to uh, be to light up, to uh, be here, uh, to meet, uh, speed, take hold on. Uh, 857, uh, things to come, bring, to arrive. 5674, to cover beyond, carry over, escape, convey, conduct, uh, uh, partition, uh, age, uh, uh, over, proclaim, translate wayfaring man uh, fifty, sixty. smite strike lay hands upon to touch lay hands upon now if you were looking for someone and you said to someone come and and the person well they come and they stood up and said go ahead go ahead do it do what i said well i did you said come no lay your hands upon this person pray for him you know that that's that's what i'm meaning here when i say come because that's part of the word in this particular root, that's what it means. Uh, You see, people are not going to know this unless they know it by the Spirit, and and, and you can have all kinds of different interpretations. You can have dozens of different interpretations, and there are dozens of different interpretations on the market today. Now look at this one. Uh, This is my last one I'll do here right now, 4672, to come forth, to appear, to exist, to obtain, to come in hand, to be here, to light up, to be present, speed, take hold on. See, there is something in the in the meaning of the word "come," that that is an order, is a presentation, is is a bidding from God uh, of a place that the mind and the spirit and the body can go uh, to address that person in that and that idea of come. You know. Um, you know that that is a meaningful word. You know, there, there's that song "Come Home." You know, "Come Home," and there's all kinds of songs, but that that you know uh, use that word in a beautiful way. But when you think "Come forth," uh, and you say "Come." And that means to come forth, that there's something that is not manifested, that there is something not being seen, not being understood, uh, that it's, it's to, it needs to appear, it, it needs to, to, uh, uh, to manifest so that people can know it exists. There's people that don't know that many of these uh, things of God exist in the Bible and so when you start saying they exist in the bible they want to call you a liar they want to say that's not true i've had people say to me that is not in the bible you can't find that in the bible and then i will show them and then they 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 just can't hardly believe it after they see it uh you know uh, uh to obtain to come in hand to be here to light up uh to to speed you know activate to take hold on that I think is an incredible revelation right there, you know. Now, when we get into the to the ancient parts of the Bible and some of the priestly things that, you know, uh like the Torah are the five books of the of the of the Bible, but <clears throat> there are, you know, uh, different kinds of codes that Jewish people and and other kind of scholars have come up with, uh, and they talk about the Torah codes and the tuning uh, of 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 the word. Uh, but all of those, ladies and gentlemen, all these Torah codes, all these tunings, are are man-made. They they may serve some purposes. I do not say they do not, but uh, this is the point: the scripture. Uh, being Holy Spirit inspired uh, has to be discovered that the code to be found is in the Bible by holy merit of its inspired word, not by a man-made work. And and that inspired work contains, you know, a, a 30, 60, 100-fold uh, uh, of, of different levels um, which are incorporated uh, you know uh, into to uh, the the inspired word uh, that is part of the inspired code, uh, so the Hebrew letter uh, Aleph, for instance, has no known English letter equivalent, and I was sharing this with a brother that had asked me about it but what what if Aleph uh, is not meant to be interpreted but meant to be used as a code? Well, I could certainly do a teaching on that, and it would be, you know, very, <clears throat> very interesting. I-, I assure you of that. Okay, there's other things now, as we are talking in some of these things about, you know, the language. Uh, the Bible cold uh, uh, communicates a double meaning to the word Lord. Uh, now, we're talking about uh, Bible cold in a sense of, um, you know, um, the way that that uh translations are made and the choices that they have in those translations so that um the word lord um capital l capital o capital r capital d and 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 the word lord l o r d small case has a different meaning than the l o r the capital in Isaiah, a different meaning. And so people don't understand there is so much that is that is uh, bred in the Bible in all these various levels and all these deep infolds and unfolds. Um the uh the the, the um uh the codex, uh, the uh, uh, Vaticanus. This is one of the ancient uh, uh, codex, um, uh, uh, the code Bibles uh, that were that that was kept in the Catholic Church all the way back to the 1500s, and uh, it it contains uh, small, unusual aligned double dots that. They're not sure what that even to this day means. So there's mysterious things in some of these ancient uh Bible copies that they have uh in the manuscript. Uh the codex um uh uh, or Sinaiticus, uh uh was something that um before they found and discovered that parchment, uh, there was large parts uh you know like for instance uh, the uh, several verses of the last chapter of mark was left out it was just missing from the vaticanus uh, uh codex and um so um uh, when we begin to understand that that's very important but then as they discovered the 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 uh Sinaitis, uh, or Sinaiticus, uh they found these other words that were missing uh in that first uh and old, what they thought was the oldest uh you know uh, containing uh codex uh manuscript and uh and the terms uh, uh uh codices or codex uh you know they they basically mean code and codes c o d e c o d e s now just for the the help of those that are working on this the the first codex i mentioned the vaticanus v-a-t-i-c-a-n-u-s and then the uh, uh, sinaiticus s-i-n-a-i-t-i-c-u-s s-i-n-a-i-t-i-c-u-s okay let's keep moving on now um from 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 uh, the Latin word of 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 the meaning of 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 these um, of the word codus, or, or you know uh, uh, codex or codus, um, the Latin meaning means a block of wood split in two. In other words, a doubling. Now I really want you to get this. I don't want you to miss this. The importance. That there is there is imbued into even the ancient most parts of some of these copies of the original word uh things in the <clears throat> in the original Hebrew and in the very in, in titles of when they're talking about these particular uh, uh you know codices that 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 actually mean uh taking a block of wood and splitting it in two uh so that there is a doubling. This thing I want you to get it. I want you to not lose it. The idea of the doubling, of making something to be two things instead of one, and this block of wood they split to do that, and that's what the meaning of this codex. So the codex uh, Vaticanus and the codex uh, Sinaiticus has literal uh, English uh, meanings uh, based on scripture root. For instance. uh and, and I don't know if you caught that, but both the the Vaticanus and the uh the uh, uh, Senetius, uh, uh you know have literal english uh means but the but the English means that it has is based on Greek roots, so you've got the English but it's not being understood by uh anything but the greek roots and and uh, so you've got the english equal one the greek roots equal one and that gives you two or a double and uh th- those things are, are are very very interesting now there is the torah uh, kananim uh, or uh, Koh- kohanim uh, the the um, kohanim were uh, were priests and um and, and it's called you know it's basically also a a book the torah uh Kohanim is basically a book of priestly codes and uh, in these in these medieval codices of the hebrew bible um, each targum contains a number of double renderings keep in mind all these things about double 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 because they're very important now in hebrew literature there is um you know a, a a possession in in um uh a um, oral meaning and then there is a possession uh that has to do with uh, a second meaning so that in uh, song of solomon 2.12 chapter 2 12th verse of the song of solomon uh the word uh, zamir uh has an interpretation of meaning both pruning and singing now, now think how that how how could you put those two together how could you sing and how could you prune well in a very spiritual way you could but but without understanding these double meanings and how that they have to be understood by the Spirit, and just like this, this um, uh, liturgy of words that I went through uh, with with the uh, the word "come" and in t- definitions and so forth, uh, these things will just not be understood. But in this meaning of pruning and singing, there is something very important to understand. One me mean, one means, uh, you know, uh, a, a parable. Uh, that precedes the other uh, and meaning uh, and the other meaning a parable uh, that follows the other. So one precedes and one follows. Once again, you have these two different ends, these two different extremities. Uh, uh, just in the Bible of these two words. These things are so absolutely awesome when you really put them all together as to uh, the... Uh, uh, applicability uh, that is that is uh, you know insinuated by those uh, factual inputs now when we look at the double of these words it's almost in a sense a literature a word uh, that is likened to uh, a, a double helix like humans have for their their DNA and uh, it, you know um, we see in Revelations uh, five one, Revelations 5:1 and Ezekiel two ten, where it talks about the book written on the outside and within, or the book written within and outside. So here we have a double. Now, now what can this mean? Well, you're going to see as I get up, up the road a little bit on this message of how incredible it really is. What can it mean is, is, is awesome. Uh, you know, uh, this thing of the double, like for instance, there are five double letters in the Hebrew language. Um, um, uh, the five And five double uh, books. And when we say Hebrew language, we're talking the alphabet. And five double books in the Hebrew Bible. Now, uh, the Old Testament is uh, 22 books. Although there'll be a lot of people say no, there are 24 books. But I'm using the count made by Josephus, uh, Josephus, Josephus or Josephus, um, and 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 I'm using like uh, the same as the letters in the alphabet, equaling the same letters, the 22 letters of the alphabet. He got 22 books instead of 24 because he combined the books of uh, Ruth and Judges and the books of Jeremiah and Lamentations. And so a lot of these things, uh, as to numbers, are distinguished on uh, how the books are combined. Uh, and and you, you have this, like uh, you have, um, you know, like in the King James, uh, uh, instead of uh, 22 or 24 books like in the jewish you've got you've you've got 39 uh so uh it's just interesting to know uh how that these differences uh come about and how that these uh, divisions of the old testament books uh by the jews uh, usually being 24 uh, how that the protestants divide the same material and and number them uh, you know in the in the Jewish books, but divide them into thirty nine books and that 's what I had you know just said <coughs> now um, what do we have on this thing about double well it 's pretty awesome uh we have exodus twenty six nine where there was eleven curtains for the tabernacle, and they were to be divided between Five curtains that were, were to be in one set and six curtains which were to be on, on the other set. The curtains that had the six was to take the sixth curtain and it was to come around in front of the tabernacle door and it was to be doubled. The significance of the tabernacle door, the significance of it being doubled and and the fact that you get you know 11 curtains is is very important as you'll see from from uh you know uh, numbers and so forth that uh I will um, I will uh hopefully get around to getting in, getting into later um now now let's look at um, then at, at Exodus 39 8 through 9 uh there's the breastplate uh four square uh, but you know it is double it 's a double breastplate then there 's two ends of the, of the breastplate uh which go along with this like the cherubims at two different ends and 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 there 's two rings at the end of uh, of the breastplates and we have to understand that even in the the breastplate there is made a a uh, a point of the two different principalities and powers and some people say oh I don't, I don't believe that there's not going to be anything like that put on the breastplate that's what you just don't know and that's why you, you don't understand why in the garden of Eden there was the tree of life and the tree of good and evil and some people say yeah, if it's the garden of God the garden of you know uh, of the spirit and, and, and the garden of Eden why the tree of life I understand but no I don't believe that there would be the, the you know tree of good and evil that's got evil in it. Well, you just don't understand then what the Bible says. And uh, and so um, uh, this thing of the double is important. Elias uh, requested a double portion of Elijah's spirit. And uh, so, uh, okay, here's a really important scripture, really important in Job 11.6. It says, God is willing to show the secrets of wisdom that they are double to that which is. Now that's Job 11.6. This is the Bible, folks. I'm I'm reading you Bible and I don't have time to show you everything. But 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 you know, uh uh in in Proverbs twenty two nine 19, nineteen through twenty one, you know, it it shows us that that where they they like in King James they used the word excellent, but the real meaning of that word was threefold. And so you get into the three different folds of the 30, 60, 100 fold. And when you don't have the spiritual interpretation of something, then uh, you don't understand how it could mean any of those other words. And so you give it some uh, word that isn't even part of of the grammatical aspect of the literature or of the language, okay? Then um, in Isaiah 42, 5, and 6 uh, Isaiah 40, verse 2, 5, and 6. It talks about the glory of the Lord to be revealed, the word of God to stand forever. There is coming this time when the, when the glory of the Lord is going to be revealed. And and uh, it's so important for people to be able to, to come into this, in this revelation. Isaiah 61, 7 says, For your shame and confusion, you shall have double everlasting joy. Um, so um, let's 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 keep moving because uh, I I've shared this with you before, but uh, in um, uh, the code word change, uh, there is in in the Hebrew a code there, like in uh, going to Strong's Concordance in Hebrew, <coughs> eighty one thirty six, where it talks about the Shinons, and and eighty one thirty two. And 8145 and 8138. And it talks about uh, uh, the word change. It has to be changed from one thing to another. It talks about it's got to be doubled. And so here was an instruction written into the Bible explaining that there are incredibly deep uh, uh, meanings, uh, deep revelation, uh, but there has to be this doubling that changes the constituency of how that appears, you know. Because what we're about to get into is the revelation of, of, uh, of how deep this uh whole insight uh really really is so uh there there are people out there who are so knitted into their religious uh, beliefs that without realizing it uh, they have become frayed ends of sanity because they have taken things to a point uh, that is just out of, of of the conduct of reality and so, uh, there doesn't need to be uh, a human refactoring of the Bible. Uh, it there just there there just needs to be an acknowledgement that humankind, in trying to interpret uh you know the, the literal aspects and and what the 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 customs and and the various uh culture idioms were uh that they have made it into uh, uh, uh redundant uh, veritables. and uh you know uh, they 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 have not um, brought it forth in the way that god wants us to be able to see his true word now i want to talk about the invisible Bible. Okay? Invisible Bible. Uh, The manifest teaches that there is an invisible Bible in the Bible. And it's like I read to you earlier, there's the outside and the inside. So the outside, obviously, of the book where it's written, you can see that. That's right on the outside. That's the surface. But you can't see the inside because the bible says that there's a seal and it's sealed and that no man can open that seal and there was no human that they could find anywhere on the earth until the lamb of god came and opened that seal so that seal has to only be opened by the spirit uh of the holy spirit through through jesus christ the son of god and and that's the only way this invisible bible that you cannot see because it's sealed you cannot understand it because it's sealed the outside, you read it, it's outside on the front and the back, you read it, and people think that they got the whole Bible. And, and the whole Bible is written like this outside of the book. But there's an inside that, that is, is invisible. And, uh, and so God is wanting to, wanting God's, pe- you know, wanting God's people to be able to see this. Now, there's a whole bunch of incredible scriptures that, uh, that go along uh, you know this this line, but let us remember how that some of this came about in Genesis eleven It tells us that the angels came down and they confounded the language and it became called it began to be called Babel uh because uh of the uh, the erroneous things that they were beginning to connect with they were really wanting to connect with the with the the Nimrod revelation, <clears throat> which connected to everything that has to do with Astorus's wife, which is, was involved w- with the stories we've told you about Saturn and and Jupiter and Mars and all these kind of stories, and th- there people were interested in that. They wanted to connect to that, and and uh, and the, and the Lord said, "There's you know, their imagination is taking this all in. There's nothing they will stop to do, so they're." Laying which was confounded. <clears throat> so, when this language was confounded, because um, it's the language of of humans, even the language of the of the Hebrews, they they were all part of that confounding. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when they were confounded, what did that do? That put them into the groupings of even their literature even even what they had written <clears throat> as they received it just a second <clears throat> as they received that word um it would go in into a book and what they would see would be the outside but without realizing it there was also an inside so when the the first um uh, tables of the of the 10 uh, commandments was inscribed by the finger of God, It the first one was about the blessings. But invisible beneath that was also the curses. But then when they, they did this idolatry thing of worshiping the calf, <clears throat> with the exception of two verses that were left on there about the love of God and loving the neighbor, it was inverted. So that the what had been invisible of the negative was now made visible, and they were reading that. But the the rest of the love commandments, which were the blessings, were then made invisible. So when they when the um, the the commandments were rewritten, the same words that had been on it before were still put on it. The only difference was <coughs> that those words were inverted, with the exception of two verses, verses second uh, commandments, and and so that's the revelation of this of this thing that most people do not know and do not understand. There's lots of scripture to back that. Uh, that's not my message today. I don't have time, but um, it's it's uh, very important to, to understand that. Now in job John twelve forty. The Bible says that the people's uh, uh, eyes have been blinded so that they do not see, uh, they they do not see, and their ears have been stopped so that they do not hear. And the reason this was done, and he quotes the same thing that Isaiah said, least they should see and hear and believe and get converted. Someone say, well, what's the matter with that? That's what we want. No, it's not what we want. And, and and if you got the idea that just go out there and get anybody to jump into a to to a tub and get baptized, or or just to say, well, just confess, just say I accept Jesus, just say that, and and they're not doing it from the heart, uh, you are damaging uh, the virtue of of uh, of the spiritual uh, meaning of Christianity, and and because uh, God did not accept offerings and He did not accept people who did not. Worship him and 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 follow him from their heart. That was an absolutely essential necessity, and so God doesn't want people to come who are not wanting to do it willingly and who are not doing it out of desire. So he doesn't even want them to know this revelation because uh, they labeled it just out of uh, you know their curiosity uh, of, of what they consider knowledge, uh, try to get into the revelation uh, uh, without really doing it of heart and then it can damage the people that they've integrated with and it can damage those people too. So so we see that there are there are scriptures uh a plenty uh, and 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 these uh you know scriptures aplenty plenty are are all in the bible and they're very important. Now like in Romans 11 um uh, there are uh you know uh, important scriptures uh what then Israel hath not obtained that which it seeketh for but the election has obtained it and the rest were blinded now we see that there is a real important revelation here in Romans eleven seven uh, that there are people that have obtained uh, a a certain understanding of of the secret things of God um, there are um, uh, people that have have uh received it uh because they have a destiny they they have an election we call them the destinata uh but the rest of all of the people it says they've not received it why because they can't see it they're blinded the bible uh revelation to them is invisible and they- ca- they cannot see it and and so you know those are very very important now let 's look at isaiah forty two sixteen and and this is a uh, you know uh, another very interesting scripture on on that uh, subject and i will bring the blind by a way that they knew not and i will lead them in paths that they have not known and i will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight these things will i do unto them and not forsake them Th- there is a, a ministry that is moving uh, uh in these paths and and it's it's a manifest ministry to bring to light that's what the word manifest means and it's a promise of god that he will bring the blind in a way that they knew not. They didn't know about this invisible Bible. They didn't know that there was these things that's actually in the Bible. Uh, if you tell them uh, the, why the Bible says that, they say, "Well, no, it does not. I've read the Bible three times, and there's nothing like that in there." Well, have you read the invisible part of the Bible? What do you mean, invisible part? Well, that's the Bible is there. You know, it's it's that part that's within the Bible, and there's the seal on it, and unless you. Jesus removes the seal by the Holy Spirit, so that you can get into the to the guts of it, to the to the inner river of it. Uh, then you're just on the outside, uh, the front and the back outside, and you're reading something that is just, you know, the the elementary uh, level of which the Bible says, you know, uh, laying aside the the foundations, uh, you know, let's go on to perfection. There there is something beyond that God is, uh, you know. Uh, inducing his people to, to to take and they've not known these paths but I will make darkness light And this darkness represents blindness, represents the invisible, you can't see you, you know, so forth um, in, uh, in Revelations one eleven, when God was speaking to John about the book of Revelations he said, what thou seest seeth, write in the book you can't write something that you don't really see you can't write about revelation that you don't understand you can't write about uh, incredible connections of the word unless you've got a revelation from God to show you. Uh, what you end up with is borrowing from all kinds of outside voices, outside religions, all mixed up with, with the different kinds of religions to try to give you something that sounds like you've got a revelation. But it's not really be, be built at all on scripture to scripture of the Bible. And and what the manifest does is it's built just on what the Bible, on the scriptures of the Bible. Because when the Bible is really opened up, like what I'm showing you today, how the word come can have all these other additional meanings. And when you can know by the contextual aspect of, of the setting of that scripture, as the Holy Spirit gives you, gives you the leeway to know, then you can understand which words go in there, which words are the right ones. And that, that changes the whole meaning of what the scripture is really saying because now you're suddenly looking in to the deeper word <clears throat> and uh, you know and then uh, in revelations 5-7 um, it says take the book out of the right hand of him who who, who uh, sits upon the throne and loose the seven seals so there's a time when God is speaking to his people and saying now let me show you which side of 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 the breastplate to be on let me show you which side of of the uh ark of the covenant of uh, of the uh mercy seat which side to be on and he say now here go over to the right hand and take it out of the right hand because that is the the other side the opposite side of the principalities of darkness and I'm I'm showing you there's so many people confused that sometimes they go to the wrong side they go to their, their, their for advice and they'll get involved in some kind of psychic uh, 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 influence or or some kind of uh, astrology influence and the next thing you know uh, they're lost they don't know what they're, whether they're coming or gone but God has said go to the right side uh, the principalities of light and, and take it out of his hand and then i will show you this incredible deep deep word okay so um <clears throat> let's uh let's look at let's look at first corinthians thirteen twelve, and uh you know there's uh there's i'm not gonna be able to read all the scriptures i have here because i just won't have time but uh my time is just running so fast it's almost scary uh uh 1 Corinthians 13:12 okay uh, <clears throat> here's what it says for now we look through a glass darkly but then face to face now i know in part but then we shall know even as also I am known. You remember in my teaching just back a week or two which I talked about the face of Moses and I said that what the how the people missed the revelation because he had to cover his face with the with a veil. And and uh, and it represented the aura and the shining of God in his face. And and David prayed for that. He he would pray and say, "Oh God, cause your face to shine upon me." Well, When the face is not shining, when it's covered with a veil, and Paul said that that same veil that was over the people in the days of Moses is still over the people in the days in which he lived. And so the Bible says, And now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, without the veil. God is bringing us into this into this sh- the, the shining of the face of god upon us and 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 we're going to be able to see these things face to face and we're going to go beyond just knowing something in part we're we're going to to add to the fullness of the word and and it's it's, it's just uh you know so so a- absolutely beautiful um in uh, isaiah twenty five six to eight it talks about that God is going to destroy uh, the, the veil that is spread over the people and over the nations of the people. That's Isaiah 25, 6 through 8. Um, there's other scriptures you might look up, Hebrew eleven one 1 and 3, Colossians 1 16. Also look up the references in the dictionary of Hebrew, a Greek dictionary, uh, 3707 and 3708 and um there's uh matthew 13 13 and uh and 16 um so matthew 13 verses 13 and 16 job 28 uh and 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 20 verses 20 uh 21 and uh, that that might be a 27 but i think it's a 21 uh the Bible talks in Isaiah about putting a watchman over. Why do you have a watchman? Why do the watchman have to go up on this higher place? Because there's there's a higher place in God. And when you get into that higher place, you're able to see down below and, and see what you have not been able to see when you're just walking on ground level all the time. And God is taking people away from that grand that ground level revelation and leading them into this uh the this deeper revelation. Uh you know, and so, oh there's there's a whole bunch more scriptures, but um uh, I'm running out of time. We'll have to uh to have the time to, you know, go back over these concealed things that are in the Bible and uh, you know, uh, be able to show uh them in such a way that 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 uh that with their minds they'll spiritually be able to see the things that have been undetectable to their senses before. And that that day is coming. That day is coming. It's a uh, spirit-to-spirit worship of God. And uh, Bible says that, you know, the day is coming. They that worship God must worship Him in truth. So... Getting by the Spirit into this invisible Bible, into this double meaning, uh, so that we can separate the principalities of darkness from the principalities of light. Uh, and, and the Bible says, uh, um, "Be glad, then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for He has given you the former rain moderately, but He'll cause to come down the first month the former and the latter rain, if you follow on to know the Lord. Uh, you know, then He'll come forth in these special rain blessings. So." The law of the word uh, that has been given is to be from our heart and it's to be a circumcision of the heart appealing back of the flesh word, revealing the generating word of the love of God and, uh, and, and uh, of the love of, of the word of God. So God is calling us to a a school of the prophets. God is um, showing us, even from the Bible, uh, that there were both uh, male and female prophets. And uh, a real interesting school of the prophets um, scripture to read is First Samuel 19, verses 18 through 23. So, people, God's calling you to dive in to the spiritual waters of your inner being and to touch the kingdom of God within your spirit, so that out of your innermost being will flow those promised rivers of, of of living waters. For your spirit can read the invisible word in the Bible, because it is aligned to the kingdom of God within your spirit. And that's all part of the plan of God. So we know that we were uh we were dug out of a black hole pit uh, in this universe, as it says in Isaiah 51.1. And we know that, um, that the Bible says that in the end, the heavens will be folded and they will be rolled up as a scroll. And we know that in our teachings of how this all uh, is particleized in a crystal-lined lattice, and how in Revelations it talks about Moses and, and, and David and the people of God standing on the, the sea of crystal. And this is all part of that crystal revelation. And this spirit to spirit coming into being able to see the double. To, to see which side belongs to what particular revelation and and to uh understand it in the sense of an unfolding deeper uh view of God than the world has ever seen before because for ages it's been sealed in the interior of a book and there have been seals on it that no man could open but God is opening the book and the bible says that there are seven thunders that must speak and that God is going to reveal the mystery of the seven thunders to his servants, the prophets. And when all of the seven thunders and the mysteries have been spoken and completed, that everything that is to be finished will be finished. It's a time of times. It's an exciting moment. And this universe that we live in has a plan. And God is calling his people to that plan. He's calling his people to that awareness. This insight is like nothing that the people are used to. When I preached these what seem to be far out messages, it's because, ladies and gentlemen, it's there. It's like in that revelation of come. And, and the word come means so many things means to manifest, to bring forth, to show the things that have never been before, to give them a presence, to give them an existence. That now is the time to take the invisible and to make it visible because God has taken and made the physical world out of the invisible. We'll continue next week. God so bless you for listening to this word. And now may I pray for you, for your health. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Reach out this moment with your Holy Spirit. Reach out to the people, O God, to the deaf, to the blind, to the homeless, to the hungry, to the thirsty, to those that are paralyzed, to those, O God, who are crippled and handicapped, to those whose organs need need to be totally regenerated, livers, kidneys, hearts. In the name of the mercy of Jesus Christ, reach out now and touch these people. May God bless you. We love you. God bless you. Amen.